Hey guys, welcome to the Google Podcast. I am your host, Rob Watson, and I've got an amazing guest lined up for you. His name is George Lamb. He's the radio and TV presenter. I've known George from seeing him on the TV um, and you know his time at Six Music and all the documentaries that he's got under his belt. But what's particularly caught my eye is the work that he's been doing with his organisation, Grow, which is doing basically phenomenal work. It's in a school down in London. It's I won't go too much into it, but it's just an amazing story and it's great to hear George's own kind of transformation in his life. He has been successful, he has been become pretty famous and and he, he shares his story about just how that sort of transformed into being more of service and feeling like he's got real meaning in his life and with doing what he's doing now and he seems to be um, much happier and much more grounded and much more... Yeah, all them things. But anyway, I won't go into too much, but I've got to say anyway, got George on. Um, I was amazed that he said yes, that he'll come on the podcast. I just, you know, I was surprised. We start the interview, going great. Must have been about an hour in. I looked down and I forgot to press the record button. You know, I've done almost 50 podcasts now and I go and like totally fuck it up really by not pressing the record button and I, I felt sick. I literally felt sick. My tummy dropped. I was like, oh my God. So... I mentioned it to George and I'm like, oh my God, I felt humiliated to be honest. And he was like, listen, don't worry about it. Let's go again. And just like that just shows for me like the character of the guy and, and for him to go like, come on, let's go. You know, in the past I would have interviewed other people and if that would have happened, they would have said, I'm sorry, I've got, you know, I need to get going. I've got other things to be getting on with. But George was like, come on, let's go again. So anyway, there's a few little references to the, in the podcast about having to do it again and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, Let's get into today's episode with George Lamb. It's like totally like draw me to you. I know that, you know, you're a really prominent radio and TV presenter, George, but, you know, the work that you've been doing with Grow and, um, you know, what you're doing in schools and communities to promote, you know, well-being, physical health, and have that more hands-on approach to the world is just like, you know, it's phenomenal. So if you could give us a little bit of information about Grow, that would be amazing. So, so uh, I think it's funny. I also like putting in like you should to say like we recorded all of this and then we thought we'd recorded all of this and then we hadn't. So this is now round two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've been quite lucky. Left school, managed some bands, did quite well. Fell into TV presenting. Uh, got a really good agent. Kind of came in the vacuum of Russell Brand and 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 the the the, the like managed to kind of ride this wave and, and, and get in and, and start doing quite well quite quickly. And then all of a sudden, kind of woke up one day, 2012, I think this was, uh, in my nice house, in my, you know, in, you know with all my stuff, uh, all the trappings of successful, you know, commercial success. I'd kind of had this life, um, I had this, you know, what was perceived on the outside to being this really kind of usually life and, uh, and, and I, the, the riots happened in London and that was the first big thing that happened to me in my lifetime in my city uh, where I started to realise that actually there's like massive divides in society and there's a tiny fraction of people who at that point I was definitely one of them was, was having the run of everything and, and, and had, you know, had everything basically. Uh, and the majority of people who were really struggling to make ends meet. And, 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 and that, that moment in time 
was really kind of exaggerated uh, by these riots and, and, and made me start to question everything I was doing and my contribution beyond myself. You know, I'd literally just been trying to feather my own nest for kind of 10 years. Didn't really give a shit about anybody else or anything else. Too busy orbiting my own ego. And, uh, and so... Um, I remember ringing my dad actually I remember lying in bed ringing my dad I'd just done the second series I finally got into primetime television I was like oh, I'm smashing it you know my face was on the buses all that game and I rang my dad and uh, and I was like dad I don't know I feel empty I feel this is all like pointless and he was like oh all right and I was like what and he's like well you know I was like what dad he's like well game show host He's not a very serious guy in the big scheme of things, is he? You know, and I was like, wow, right, all right, Dad. He's like, well, you didn't tell me 10 years ago. He's like, well, you know, you're having a really good run of it, son. Right, okay. So I rang my agent. I said, listen, can't do this anymore. I've got to have some time off. Got to go and figure out who I am, what I'm meant to be doing. You know, what you realize is, you know, game shows, there's no rich people. You know, I'm talking in absolutes here, but basically there's no rich people sitting at home watching game shows. Game shows is distraction for poor people. So not only are you not contributing to society, but you're also complicit in the bullshit, which is distracting everybody from what they should be doing. Didn't sit very well. You know, renounced all worldly goods. Went off to, you know, went and traveled around the world, integrated into lots of different cultures, did lots of plant medicine, you know, tried to get a deeper understanding of who I was, what I was all about, read lots of books, did lots of yoga, meditation, yada, yada, yada. And all that kind of cliched stuff, looking, you know, looking for, for you know, for meaning and all the rest of it. And, uh, and, then, and then I could see the money was going to run out and I started to cut. I came back to the, to the UK and I was trying to figure out what to do with myself, doing a lot of community work, started to get quite frustrated with, with, with the community work because it, it kind of felt like there was a never ending stream of, 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 of people in need. And I was like, how do you actually sort this out? You know, and, 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 and rather than, you know, metaphorically pulling out half you know, half dead bodies from the river and putting a blanket on them and giving them a bowl of soup. You know, I was like, I want to go upstream and see what's going on. And what you realize is, you know, there's some fundamental systemic issues that we're having that are causing, you know, like a massive inequality in society and the destruction of the planet and so on and so forth. And, and actually, if you want to change stuff, that's what you've got to try and remedy. And so, uh, I, I, I could also see from this, I could, I could see from working and doing these community projects that, 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 that it's very difficult to get groups of adults to move in one direction at one time, which is what you need. You need critical mass of people to go in the same direction in order for stuff to really to, to, to happen and, and, and get, be able to get momentum. Um, and so uh, I, I, I was like, I think I need to start working with young people. And I think actually, if you, if you really want to have impact, you've got to, you, you know, rather than just doing community work, you've got to get into education. And so I had this, kind of internal feeling that I, that I needed to work in education basically. And, um, and then, and then a mate of mine called me and he'd written a kind of seminal book. His name's Daniel Prince, but he'd written a seminal book on plant medicine called breaking open the head. And he called me and said, I've written another book. I'm coming to London. I want to do some press. We do a Q and A with me. Yeah, no problem. Get your publisher to send it. They sent the book. I just assumed it was another book about plant medicine. 
and actually it was it was this it was this book called how soon is now which is about the ecological mega crisis that was looming and and i like everybody else or not everybody else i like a lot of people this is you've got to imagine this is pre-extinction rebellion rebellion and youth climate strike and greta and so on and so forth um was just kind of pushing all of that stuff to the background and it didn't feel it, no it didn't i don't know it all felt quite abstract you know and telling me that the amazon you know, which is the lungs of the planet and all the rest. I, I never blew up until na- at that point. I hadn't been to the Amazon. I didn't know about it anymore. I, I couldn't feel it. It doesn't mean anything to me, you know? Um, and the IPCC, or I think that's what they're called, uh, you know, putting out reports every year going like, you know, 70 years left, 60 years left, 50 years left. You know, we're fi- you've hit the jackpot, we're finished. You know, you're, I don't know. It just it wasn't resonating anyway. Boy, did it resonate that day when I sat down and read this book. And I read the book pretty much in 24 hours. And all this information just landed on me. And all of a sudden, all of the stuff that I'd, I'd been engrossed in and up to my neck in with, with you know, all this community stuff and, and, and looking at the social issues and the people who were loggerheads with one another. And, 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 and all, of the, all of a sudden, it all felt kind of trivial and arbitrary and you started to realize that actually if we don't have a planet and we don't have an ecosystem in which to you know to, to have you know we don't have a habitat it doesn't matter what your disagreements are with other people because there, there won't be any people or you know we'll all be living in caves and it'll, you know, we'll have a whole different new you know structure to, to, to worry about so actually maybe what's also interesting is when you when you start doing stuff you, you realize the kind of polarity and the differences between people and where and how different they think they are different their kind of standpoints are and you think you're never going to get these two lots of people to come back together and then you think well maybe long shot here maybe the only kind of irrefutable thing that we have that binds us all together is we all have a vested interest in the the, the um the, the, the well-being of, of mother earth you know so maybe this is the thing maybe actually if we all go if we all return to earth then maybe i can look across and go you know what rob you're not so bad after all and you say yeah all right george you know and we resolve our differences maybe who knows but either way at least if we all focus our attention on the earth for a bit we we might be able to sustain some sort of you know nice environment for ourselves and and the generations that will follow so I was like, right, I want to get into education. I've realized now that this community work stuff is really important, but I don't think it's getting anywhere. And actually the main focus has got to be the earth. I've recognized that working with adults is, a, is, is tough. Certainly is tough if you want to get them to all go in one direction at the same time. I know what we need. We need like kind of Jedi training camps for eco warriors, basically. And every kid who goes into the school system is going to leave in 20 years time as a full blown eco warrior. They won't even be called eco warriors because that'll just be the default and they won't even know it. And they'll just go out and they'll sort everything out. Wicked. Who's doing it? Let's see where I can go and get involved and help and doing all the rest of it. Pretty much at scale. There's nobody doing it. <sighs> right. Shit. Is this what I'm meant to be doing? I'd spent five years soul searching, trying to figure out. You know, I was like, "Is this it? Is this what you're meant to be doing, George?" Okay, cool. So I rang. I've got one mate who works in education. He's a headmaster of a great big school up in North London, big comprehensive. Called him up. I was like, "Chris, I've read this book, Jedi Training Camps, Eco Warriors, Kids, the thing. They come out, but they don't know it." And da da da. He's like, "Why don't you come up to school?" 
and we can uh, we talk it through and you can tell me your idea and we'll see if it works and all the rest of it anyway he uh, had uh, he, he'd, he'd been working at the school probably a year at that point um he's an amazing man he he the, the school was built in the 50s uh, it was a secondary modern it had a, it had a you know, tough time reputation-wise over the last kind of 20 years or so. They were down to, they, they had a very uh, low um, uh, kind of attendance numbers. So they were, they were kind of 50% capacity, basically. Um, and, you know, and they'd had a big turnover of head teachers, you know, maybe five or six head teachers in the last five years. And, you know, stability and continuity. And, you know, it was just, it was, it was, down on its heel a bit the place um anyway he came in for whatever reason you know the stars aligned uh, he, he was able to galvanize the right amount of energy with the staff and the kids and bring in some other key people and they they they, they started the beginning of what now over the, the course of five years has become uh, you know kind of arguably the biggest transformation of any school in, in britain um and <clears throat> He listened to my idea and he thought it was wonderful. And he, he takes a much, he, he, he likes having a kind of broader, holistic approach to the well being of the kids and the pastoral care is very important to them. Um, and so he said, Look, I, I love it and it's, it seems like a great idea and I want to support you and help you. But, I, you know, we're already we're at max capacity work wise. So I, I, if you want to do it, that's great and I'm going to support you. But you, you can't, you know, can't bring a load of work onto our, you know, can't bring a load more workload. I was like no problem so there I am I'm stood in my field I, 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 I didn't mention that they had because the universe looks after was looking after me or whatever um it had a six acre field sitting out the back of the school that was just doing nothing and they they, they wanted to it's, it's the school's right at the end of the northern line which is uh, up in the north of London just so it's kind of like borderline countryside uh, and they had this field and they'd been doing nothing and they'd been planning to do an astroturf there for you know, 10 years or whatever, but they never got around to it, never had the money. I was like, this is my space. So I'm stood there in my field and I'm like, right, this is it. I'm going to do, and I'm going to do all my camp here and all the rest of it and eco school. And all of a sudden it died, died, dawned on me that I had no background in horticulture or agriculture. I didn't have grown anything in my life. I didn't know anything about environmental studies. You know, the only thing I've done is read this book. So I spent the next year, kind of six months going around talking to people who worked with kids and did stuff outside and around nature. And I talked to all of them and pretty much uh, the, 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 the kind of the, the general feedback was that if you really want this thing to land, then you've got to take a 360 holistic approach to the well-being of the child. And they said, like, some kids will really be into growing stuff, but other kids, you know, they, they, that won't resonate with them. And so you're just limiting yourself from the outset. And so over the course of the last year, we've developed and we now teach as part of the curriculum with year seven and year eight. Uh, uh, we've developed this, this, this program, uh, which is based around grow, uh, flow and think. And so grow is, is around food and farming and nutrition. So we're teaching kids how to look after animals and, and how to look after the land, how to grow their own food. They grow food that will ultimately end up in a canteen. Um, uh, and we teach them about nutrition. And then you've got flow, which is all about getting in your body. So we teach them yoga. We teach them transformational breathing and we teach them mindfulness. Um, and then you've got think. Uh, which is based around uh, philosophical thinking, so cri critical thinking and, and kind of deeper inquiry and, and uh, getting 
you know, unfortunately, a lot of the school system is, is, is kind of geared towards a kind of exam factory style thing. So there's a lot of uh, just like, you know, kind of linear, you know, A plus B equals C, A plus B. And the, and the kids are always looking for that kind of that, that, um, that methodology. And so when you when you just sit in a room and you say there is no right or wrong answer uh, and we're just going to we're not going to write today uh, when we're going to read we're just going to talk and think and listen um, and then you, you pose a question you know is it for what for example one of the ones is it okay to protest against things protest for things that you believe in immediately the first kid you know threw out their answer next one comes around next one boom 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 but after about three or four you see them all kind of tense up and they're like, <clears throat> well, what's wrong? They're like, oh, it's really tough. It's really tough. No, it's not tough. It's just what you think. It doesn't matter. There's no right, wrong, right or wrong. Is it that? No, there's no, there is no, is it that? There, there isn't a right answer. It's just what you think, you know, and just watching them because they've been conditioned, because the system is such that they, in order to have a metric, of, of success or failure you need to go through and be processed and get a number you know from the from the, the exam board you know everything is designed you know so that you're just going a plus b equals c a plus b equals c you know and, and, and just being you know critical creative thinking there's not loads of it going on you know not saying there's none of it but there's not loads of it going on so that's fascinating also to incorporate that with the kids so yeah so we've got this grow flow and think as I say, we teach year seven and year eight. Uh, we've also, uh, we're in the process of, of, of building the community farm. We, we've, we've, just, uh, we've just had our first harvest. Um, we've built a boxing uh, gym. And uh, so we've got a boxing academy there. Um, uh, as I say, we're only teaching year seven and year eight as curriculum. So that having a boxing gym and a basketball academy gives us an opportunity to, to, to uh, make contact with kids at other ages and in, in the school. And, and yeah, it's been the best year of my life. It's been incredible. We've, you know, we've, you know, we've, we are just been, you know, been following my instincts. I had a, a really kind of beautiful moment a couple of years ago where I ran into a friend who we both of us found ourselves in the beef when we weren't meant to, neither of us, well, we weren't meant to be there obviously because that was why we ended up there, but we weren't planning to be there. And uh, she'd just come from a course where she was doing a kind of intuitive medicine course and just, taught me like kind of you know page one of this kind of process about listening to your intuition and 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 you know there will either be a constrictive or or, or a or a, a expansive feeling whatever you put in if you if you rather than doing it in your head you you kind of ask your gut or you know your kind of central nervous system how it feels about something and, and just feel you know feel it rather than think it um and so I had, you know, this kind of, it's nothing, you know, there's nothing particularly profound there or you, you might not have heard before, but just, just at that moment when I ran into her and she was just like, just go with it. I promise you it's, it's stood me in really good stead the last year or two whilst you've been developing her practice. And, um, and so I, I had this, this thing where every, I was literally every single kind of crossroads, every single important question I was having, anything interesting coming into my life, I'd put it all through the central processor. And if it was expansive, I'd go with it. And if it was constrictive, I'd just shut it down and, and move to the next thing. And 2019 was one of the most productive years of my life. And, and we've achieved in a year what we might normally take, uh, 
you know, some organisations maybe three, four, five years to, to organise, you know. Um, so, and I don't think that's because I'm a genius or we had, you know, millions of pounds or whatever it is. It just, you know, I feel like we just energetically, we, we, we got on the right buzz and, and we stuck with it and, and, uh, and, you know, was able to draw a really beautiful team of interesting people towards this programme and obviously the support from my buddy who's the headmaster, but... You know, I think I think when you're in that when you're in that right frequency, then then of course every every everybody else is drawn to it because it's a nice vibration, and and so they come, and and and, and so long as you can get out your own way, it's amazing what you can achieve. I, I, you know, the five years before 2019, I, I probably didn't do the same as I did last year. You know, it's incredible just hearing that story and the journey that you've gone on, and like you say, you know. If what you're doing a year and you've got something really to show for like you know not even like just on a, on a personal level but it's a real legacy you're going to leave something behind and you're inspiring these kids and the fact that you've managed to get it into the curriculum which it can be such a challenging thing but you're showing mm-hmm. it and i believe there's like there's hundreds of teachers and students and parents that are just like in awe of what's doing to them and like kids have got so much energy and want to be creative and want to be able to channel in it. And if they're just sat in a classroom and just, you know, in lines and it's just, you know, and they're doing tests, it's, there's no wonder I think there's so many issues with kids growing up. But if you can yeah. give them a platform where they can actually get involved and they can do stuff and make stuff and see things, like to, just to plant a seed and then to see that seed grow is what can be, it's so empowering and so enriching mm. to see, like, look what I've done. You know, and then and then you can see what can you do when you when you're doing it with five of your mates, and then yeah. you're doing it even bigger, and then you're seeing the harvest. And I think there's a big thing like what I think and notice with schools is there's a lot of individualism where kids are like it's all about them and what their grades are. But really, when you get into the real world and you get outside, it's all about collaboration. It's all about connection, yeah. and that's where the um, you know the the real magic is. And that's how yeah. we're going to get ourselves out of a lot of the mess we're in is by us working together, not competing against each other, not yeah. companies holding on to IP and wanting to share that and not willing to share their stuff. It's like, you might have mentioned it, like the idea of it being like, you know, open source and us just yeah. to share, you know, keep sharing because in a way you share it with someone else, you're helping yourself just as much as you're helping them. Yeah. It's not, and I think it's just making, making that shift from that mindset. So to hear what you've done and, and where you're going with it, and you know you got like you know you'd love to see it in more schools, and eventually, is it by twenty thirty? You want it to be, you know, in every school in the country. Yeah, I mean, look, you 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 got to uh, you got to put something on the bottom of the mission statement, you know, where you've got a clear direction, and and um, and, and and I'm a great believer in in you know kind of shooting for the stars and, and going big and, and and trying to do stuff, and also you know like I genuinely, this is. Uh, this is my response to what I believe to be a kind of uh, like a, a, a kind of pivotal moment in time for us as a species. And, you know, and like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like a lot of incredibly, uh, you know, well-educated professors and, 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 and thinkers around the world who will tell you that, you know, if we don't radically change our behavior, then we're kind of finished as a species, you know? And so uh, we got to do, you've got to do something. We, you've got to do something about that. Oh, I've got to do something about that. I can't just be, you know, just getting a new car or whatever, or going on a nice holiday is not going to kick it anymore. And, um, 
and I, I want to be, you know, like our, you know, our kind of singular, um, our singular um, kind of obligation for being, you know, human on earth is that you leave it a bit better than you found it. You know, like that's it. So I'm just going to try and leave it a bit better than I found it, you know, and, 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 and do my bit. And, uh, and, and I feel like I've, you know, been lucky enough to, you know, I feel, you know, it's quite a privilege to, uh, to have had the opportunities I've had and have the success that I've had and been exposed to what society perceives to be, you know, like to have lived a life that society perceives to be successful. Uh, Western society perceives to be successful and to have had a, a lot of stuff at a young age and to arrive at that junction and not really had any dependence and not had, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult or it's very easy for me to, to make, you know, big decisions in my life when I don't have a wife and I don't have kids and I'm not locked into, you know, like a kind of, you know, maybe a business that I've started and have 10 people working for me, like we were talking before, you know, like I, I was pretty, you know, I was pretty nimble, basically. And, you know, and we all think that when you make money, it's going to make you happy. And you all think when you're famous, you're going to get happy. And you all think when you meet a you know, pretty girl or boy or whatever, it's going to make you happy or you buy a clock, you know, like. And so when you get to go and do all of that stuff, and you're like, all right, well, I've done all of that now. You know, obviously you can carry on doing it and you can get bigger and bigger and buy yachts and aeroplanes and all that shit. But like, once you've done it, you've done it, basically. And then, so, 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 so to find myself at that place where I've done a lot of that stuff. And, and also, you know, like there's a, there's a pressure, societal pressure of like, you want to do well and you want to be perceived to be a success and you want to walk down the street and people be like, oh, that guy's done all right for himself kind of thing, you know? So like to have done that, like what a luxury to have done all of that by the time you're 30, you know, like, and then, so then, then I feel almost obligated that then I've got to be the next bit. So I've got to be in service, you know, and, and, uh, and I, and I suppose there's a legitimacy to once you've obviously, you know, I didn't have it to the nth degree and I wasn't, I don't think for a minute I was the top of anything or, you know, like, uh, um, I'm not like, I haven't got like, I'm not financially stable or whatever, you know, I've remortgaged my house to do this whole project and, and it, it's, um, I just think there's a, maybe a legitimacy in when you, in, in, in going into service when you've, when you've had all of this stuff, basically, because I can talk from experience and just say, like, that, that won't make you happy, you know, like, it really won't. But I've been there, I've done it. You know, it's one thing, you know, some old fellows, you know, always been on the outside of society telling you that's all rubbish, you know. I, I, he's obviously, he's onto it and he gets it, but a lot of people might not listen, whereas I feel like if you've been in it and in the mix, you can say... I, I, I won't for a minute say all that stuff doesn't make your life easier, but it, it's not the solution. Yeah, totally. I remember hearing stuff about Henry Ford, who built the big Ford motor company, and he was one of the first people to get to a billion pound, be a billionaire. And, and someone was interviewing him saying, well, you know, what's next? And then he just, his response was just more. And it's like, if you get to a, be a billionaire and you just want more, then there's something deeply inherently wrong with your kind of approach to life. Yeah. Um, so I think what you're doing, and, and I remember even Russell Brand as well, and he would say, you know, be over in LA and doing films and stuff. And he'd like, I think in a way, 
and maybe this is just the approach a lot of people, they have to kind of go and experience that for a little bit to realize it's not the answer because yeah. it's what, it's what they're told is the answer and what's the idea of success is. And if even, but then the more people and even myself on a smaller perspective, like I kind of went down that trajectory and got the nice house, the nice car, get married and the business and stuff thinking this was my, I, I'm successful now, but I didn't feel it inside. I, um, I felt, you know, like unhealthy and stressed and, and angry and frustrated. And, and I wanted to, like you're saying, to, if you can have a purpose in life where you feel like you've been of service and, but, you, but in yourself, you're growing all the time and mm. becoming more rich with your experience and you've been able to, you know, do, do more stuff. So what you're doing and what you've done and you changing tracks is, is phenomenal. And in, in my eyes, it's far more successful what you're doing now than, what would be, you know, perceived to be when you were doing all the shows and the, you know, presenting and stuff, but not mm. to say that you won't still do that, but you'll probably bring in a higher consciousness into what you're doing in that as well. I'm definitely not going to make game shows moving forward. The world doesn't need any more game shows or game show hosts, frankly. Um, but I would love to make some programs about grow about what we're doing and, 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 you know, and share it, you know, cause you know, media is a beautiful thing and it, 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 it it can be a beautiful thing, you know, and it, it's, um, it's a great way to amplify messages, you know, and, and there's, and so let's take up, you know, some of that airtime that's just pumping out, you know, kind of stocking fillers, basically. Let's, 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 let's put out some good stuff. Yeah. And a good thing now with the internet and all the stuff is that there's so much more potential for everyone to be, be their own creator and to put their own mm -hmm. content out. Like for instance, what I'm doing, you know, I just do this from my house and I can get it out there and, and sharing it if I press the record button. Um, and, um, and, and that's what we're moving into a different paradigm shift with, with all of that. And um, it going back, you know, maybe when you were starting out, the route to that was if you wanted to get your message out or to do something, you had to go down a route of being in broadcasting and, and someone eventually you'll get to position. You might get your lucky break, which you did, but a lot of people now don't a bit like what you've done with grow. You've just started it and you've just done just get it. On with it. Get on with yeah. it. And, and people don't have to go and do a degree in something so much. Now they can just learn off everyone else. And like you saying, you picked up a book, you went through it in 24 hours and you were so inspired by it. And in a way that's been a bit of a catalyst for a lot of the stuff you've done done since so yeah we're living an amazing time challenging time but an amazing time as well and a great opportunity mm -hmm. for for all of us and um see where we're going and i'm sure you've been inspired by plenty of other people like you know dr zach bush which i watched um off the back of you sharing about it and just a completely different fundamental approach to health like a complete paradigm shift of yeah. different awareness and the more of us that can tap into that information and even people like joe Dispenza and bruce lipton other people who are just like, it's just, yeah, it's a very empowering. And I think that's the thing that we want more than anything now. People want to feel empowered by information, feel like they can make their lives better, make the world better. Um, and unfortunately, if you just stick on the mainstream uh, news or stuff, you, you, you leave it with a sense of, for me anyway, with a sense of fear and thinking yeah, totally. and hopelessness. But that's not what we need now. No. You know, it's amazing that, you know, throughout this whole thing, you've not heard one, you know, there's not been one major politician come out and talk about our, you know, the fact that, the, 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 you know, good nutrition and management of, you know, mental health and so on and so forth, you know, so management of, of you know, uh, physical and, and mental well-being uh, 
could have you know profound effects on on you know on the spread of viruses you know like it's it's you know we're living in a you know time i mean certainly if you know if i would recommend anybody take an hour out of their life and watch this watch that zach bush interview it's on my instagram um uh or just go to zach bush and you'll, you'll find it um and he uh he is essentially you know he explains that you know for millennia there's virus, there's been viruses the, the the air and the 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 land you know the air and the soil and the 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 water is full of viruses we're surrounded by viruses the whole time and your your uh, your microbiome and your gut is also full of of these pathogens and these viruses and when it's in when you have good gut health uh, then it's able to process and 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 deal with all of the stuff that's coming at it on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but unfortunately, what's happening is we we've, we've become so estranged from from kind of natural living and and how we would have been set up to live for literally hundreds of thousands of years that our gut health has diminished so much that like the average person in America, they've got they're, they're only operating at ten percent, you know, capacity. Uh, and so all of a sudden, dealing with these pathogens that have that, that, that have been uh, you know that that the have been there forever starts to become an issue. You compound that with the fact that the water's you know full of crap and that the air's full of crap and the food you're you, you're eating has been sprayed full of stuff. And now people are getting really sick, you know. And then we you know you know particularly with this with with COVID, uh, the <clears throat> I get a bit grey here. I can't remember it like word for word, but essentially what he's saying is, you know, so one of the first key indicators of when you get when you get ill as you get older is you your blood pressure starts to go out of whack and your cholesterol goes out of whack. And so they give you a lot of people, older people, they take statins and they take ACE inhibitors before they get onto the other mixture of drugs. That's your two kind of sta- staples basically. Um and they're drugs that you will take every day for the rest of your life. <clears throat> Which uh, there's another whole conversation to be had around that, but anyway, um, and so uh, it, as it turns out, these two these two drugs that a lot of the older people in the world are taking at the moment, or Western society are taking at the moment, uh, actually uh, they exaggerate the, the the COVID virus, right? So uh, and don't allow your body to process it in the way it would it, it needs to, and so you've ended up taking a pill that makes you more susceptible to COVID because of bad practice in the food you've been eating there, you've been breathing in the water, you've been uh, drinking as a result of, you know, kind of modern industrial living. It's all just a cycle of shit that is totally avoidable. And we don't have to, it doesn't have to be like this. And, you know, like, and yet you're not seeing any prominent figures out there talking about stuff, you know, talking like sensibly about like your health is determined by, you know, what goes into your body and the environment you're living in and how stressed you're feeling. Like it's not that complicated. And like, and, and so there doesn't seem to be any thought leadership on that, you know, um, and, and 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 anyway so hopefully that's what grows going to do you know and and that's and, and and our idea is that if we start working with kids at a young enough age then we're going to be able to give them this toolkit so that they know what they they know what they need to put into their bodies and they know how to live their they need to they need to manage their stress and they know how to move their you know 
from move themselves from a physical perspective so that they can be in their highest you know their highest vibration and, and be you know be their best self and and then hopefully they're going to go out into the world and they'll start shaping things you know a bit differently and they'll be able to influence you know or maybe they'll be the next leaders or they'll be able to influence the next leaders into into making different decisions yeah absolutely and even you know like you talked about it like you're not we're not going to make the changes by changing the, the mentality of maybe 50 60 year olds but by doing it with the kids you know it's the kids that are then going to have the influence on on the parents change that and then the parents might change other people around so it's just that amazing ripple effect that, um, yeah. which, which what you've tapped into with grow yeah yeah well as i said to you uh, you know before the, the 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 kind of trojan horse here is you you get the kid on the right buzz and actually the only people who can change you know my parents for example really change their opinion on things is me because they're the only one that they know is you know absolute you know no ulterior motive it's totally unconditional i've got them to the nth degree and so you know you trying to push something onto my mum after a while if it's going against uh you know the, the, the her kind of belief system she'll be like well, i'm not sure about that fella you know whereas me i can keep looking i'm sorry mum listen i'm not going anywhere i'm not moving i'm telling you you got that wrong you need to rethink here's some more information get on it but we need to be living our lives differently you know and and so if we can if we can get into the kids give them the right info they'll do the work man they'll they'll sort this out yeah absolutely incredible so how if um can anyone else get involved is the people like can they volunteer and get involved in grow is there is there a way of them like introducing this information into like a school up in my area or you know what's the best way to go yeah, yeah so 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 what we're the the, the, the kind of the long-term plan is we spend five years in the school we're at in north london and we refine and we refine and we refine and we, we, we figure out our, our teaching methods and our models and our philosophy um, and we integrate it 360 into every facet of the school and the mentality of the, you know, the, 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 the kids and the, the, the parents and the teachers. And, you know, so that, that's our kind of long term goal. And, and the idea being that then at that point, you know, we can have people come and, and study it and look at it and, and, and see how we can replicate this thing. And it's not going to cost a fortune. It's just a bunch of people who've come together, who are thinking in the right way, who are seeing how to integrate and seeing our systems work and, 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 you know, and, and just, you know, trying to, trying to figure out how you could do things, how you can reform things and, and, and make it better and make it, you know, not just more efficient for efficiency's sake, but actually, you know, really, look at the, you know this, this, we keep coming back to it but this 360 learning approach to the well-being of the of the of the young people so that's our kind of long-term goal in the short term uh, we want to start a kind of online learning uh, platform so that we can you can take facets of what we're doing and, and put them into your school you can come online do a teacher training online take the take the 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 um the the, the kind of learning uh, program and, and and all the attributes and and and, and go and, and put it into your school that's what we want to do in the short term I'm, I'm still in kind of two minds about the best way to do things i would love people to be able to have some experience of it and, and be able to have a touch point with it uh, i think probably the best way to do it though is as i just said is is to really refine this thing and then 
and just look slightly longer term and, and say like once we've actually perfected the model then uh you you can you can do it at scale and you can you know and you you can you know it's really uh you know it's really robust and it's been talked through and you've done all you know you've done all your due diligence on it and then you can go and push this thing out into the wider world yeah that definitely seems <coughs> like the the best but in the short term if people if people want to get in touch you know just get in touch with us via instagram or via our website or whatever and then and if, if you want to help in any way you know i'm sure you know like you know the, the more good people coming towards this thing and bringing the right energy like, the better yeah and even you know you're inspiring people even just to be doing stuff at their own gardens like i've seen some of the yeah. videos that you've got up like teaching people the basics how to just like grow some food plant some seeds you got some videos up on there just like really empowering stuff and very informative and and what i really like about it as well is like your design of it all like the you know it's so in tune with that audience and and, and the target group and it's i'd imagine i can only imagine if like the government had rolled out the version of this and the way it would be created and designed and the kids would just be like yeah, whatever, you know, it's just like yeah. everything else, but your approach to it, everything, you know, is absolutely spot on. So, and as you know, do the kids involved in that at all? Is that you, or have you just come up? They, 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 they will be, they will be eventually. So we, in the end, we, we want to, you know, one of the, one of the facets of the program is to create this, um, uh, like a creative collective. And so getting the kids doing the storytelling and generating the, the, the visual language of the whole thing, um, and uh, you know, making documentaries about the project, so it all becomes quite meta, you know. But 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 you know, one thing that I uh, recognise, you know, having spent my life around the kind of creative arts, was there's a even just even just the the, the kind of uh, like the render on a film. Your eye, your eye before you even before you even process what the content is. If your eye doesn't like, if it's not, uh, if it doesn't process what it's used to, what it likes processing, that normal thing, you'll just swipe swipe off it, and it's not for you. That's that's a thing. Like my mum looks at things like that. You know what I mean? Or like my auntie, or my little sister, or whatever. You know. So you your visual. I mean, I don't need to tell you. You're a designer, but the visual language of stuff is so important. Because before you even get into what it is you're talking about, you can lose people. So, you, you know, there's no point spending, you know, your whole life figuring out all this beautiful stuff and figuring out the system and this and that and the other. And then you package it up wrong because people like people won't listen to it. So you've got to get your foot in the door and your foot in the door means that you have to make this thing look and feel like all the stuff, the other stuff that they're interested in. Otherwise, you're just another kind of like you know, education mob trying to, you know, push your agenda onto them basically. And and I want this to feel, you know, this has got to be, you know, like obviously, you know, we'll, we'll kind of, you know, we'll lead it and we'll, but this is, you know, essentially, hopefully like the kind of big brothers and the big sisters giving you all the cool information and here's, you know, and, and rather than like when we were young, just going like, these are the trainers you want. And this is the, you know, the mixtape you want to listen to and this and that and the other. Now we can be saying like, like, 
here's a brilliant philosopher that you should check out and here's a like really delicious meal that you could cook and here's a you know like here's you know a bunch of cool exercises that will really help you with your you know academics or your sport that you're into or whatever it is you know and and so just kind of guide them and nudge them into the right path and expose them to all the interesting stuff that you're lucky enough that you go and accumulate over, you know, 40 years of life on this planet, you know, and, 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 and the irony that, you know, I'm sure, and I'm sure, I don't know what age you are, but like, you know, I'm at an age now where so many people my age and, and maybe even younger now are all having this moment where they're like, Oh my God, what am I doing? How have I got here? And then having to spend kind of five years of, real deep soul searching and we all roughly go off and look to the same kind you know you and me have read a team a lot of the same books and the same doc be great if i could have had them since i was a little kid you know said so i've had to go off and search for them all you know over the last 10 years so it's all out there you know it's all, all the information's there there's all this you know beautiful thought leadership and, and wonderful writing and brilliant films and you know, brilliant philosophies and ideologies and like, let's just push them out and let's, you know, make a noise about them and let's make them easy and accessible and fun and engaging, and, you know, and, and, you know, use that kind of, you know, you know, I went to this amazing school, which actually kicked a lot of stuff off in me in, 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 uh, in Herefordshire, in Lebury, run by this woman called Julie Reese. And, and um, she, she put the library in the middle. She's like, when she took over the school, she put the library almost like in the main junction of the school in these big corridors. It wasn't a room. She just like bolted the library on there. She's like, those kids are going to walk through this place every day. Every day they're going to see books. They're going to be around books. Then of course the universe spits out this amazing librarian. Librarians get a really bad rub of it, right? But they spit out this, they spit out this amazing librarian who understands the art of you know like loves reading loves books but also understands the art of, of, of you know drawing kids into reading so she gets all these amazing graphic novels and then the graphic novel leads directly into this and it's inspired it inspired this writer have you checked him out you know or her out you know okay we'll read this one now it's the next one boom 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 so now you've got a school where like they had 26 exclusions in a primary school the year before this lady got her, you know, rough little country kids, you know, and they're all like, you know, I'm, I, 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 I'm actually on the waiting list for that book, you know, and I, I've got it, you know, there's two people before me, but I can't wait till it comes kind of thing, you know, and you're just like, wow, like, I didn't expect, and they're like, you know, I, I do shiatsu massage. We all do shiatsu massage on each other after break, you know, and like I, I usually so revved up from break time that I can't concentrate, but now I'm doing my shiatsu and my breathing. I'm really, you know, I'm really focusing. I'm like, wow, man, like that's a standard school in a standard town, could be anywhere in the country. Get the right people, get the right thinking, you know, get the right support. You can achieve anything, man. Absolutely. It's incredible. Like hearing that phenomenal. Like, and a lot of it is, is just good design sense. So for instance, stick in the library in a particular position where the flow of traffic goes, there you go. You know, you're already just giving them an opportunity to see that. And it yeah. also reminds me of um, the David Lynch foundation over in America and how, yeah. you know, he's bringing meditation to a lot of the schools, particularly public schools like you're talking about yeah. with lots of kids getting expelled. A lot of kids that will come back from really tough backgrounds yet they're introducing meditation to them before they start the day. And they're so much more tuned in that they're absorbing the information. There's less anger. There's less, it, it, it goes to me, it shows like the, the solutions are out there. And in a way they're simple. 
it doesn't have to be like you know and in some ways you can think like maybe you just need to go build your own school and do this but because what you're doing is you're integrating this into what's already there showing that it's possible to make shifts and make changes and yeah. it's really you know it just goes to show i think there can be a lot of doom and gloom about it can seem like that you know if you look on the news and stuff yet yeah. you know what you're doing and what other people are doing it's like it's inspiring to think there's a lot of hope that we've got and we can turn this ship around yeah and it, it, obviously we have to do it and but it can and it can be done and if and it, who knows what the world could be like now in a decade or two or in a generation and sometimes it takes a crisis like what we're going through now to give people more time to reflect to see that since since you're talking about you know becoming successful and and seeing you know for what it was and i think even people on all levels will look at the life now and go well actually i didn't even enjoy that job i'm, I'm yeah. much preferring this slower life I yeah, want more time for myself. I don't need to earn that amount of money. It's like, it's something that I've gone through the past few years. I'm working out, what do I need? Like for me, I want more time to be able yeah. to express myself, the things that I enjoy doing. I don't like, yeah. I'm going to be a dad for the first time later on this year. I want to be there for that child. I want to pass on mm. knowledge and information I've got. I don't want to be working in the rat race to just support. Paying some other person to look after your kid is bonkers. It is, isn't it? Sponkers, mate. How we've ended up at this is an absolute shit show, basically. Yeah, totally. And um, hopefully, um, with what you're doing and, and what's going on, and the people that are around, and like we talked about, you know, um, there's, there's so much information now which is just seeping through to us all through books, through podcasts, through YouTube, you know, YouTube channels, everything. And we can actually begin to action some of this stuff and, and take us into like, you know, this, this world that we kind of can envision in our heads that we dream of, potentially, you know, a utopian kind of um, way for us, which, which is possible. You know, you, you, you see it. And I think what you're doing and the potential for grow is just, you know, it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, um, you know, we, we, were, we were talking before about, about kind of, uh, you know, plant medicine and, and, you know, what it can do and how, you know, like give you amazing insights and, and, uh, and, and really, you know, kind of uh, able to shape shift and jump you into different realms and paradigms of what's possible. And, uh, I think there's many, you know, I think there's wonderful bits around it. I, I don't really, get into it too much anymore but there was a period in my life when I was trying lots of different things and and um, and I, I I suppose kind of the, the overriding arc of, of what I learned from that was just that, the, that this realm that we're living in is very definitely a construct and it's something we all just buy into and we accept and we share as being the kind of you know one true the one truth the singular truth basically and actually um you know, there's all, I mean, who knows how many different schools of thought there are, but like there's way more going on than meets the eye, basically, and space and time and, you know, quantum physics and you know, what's possible and intuition and telepathy and, you know, all the different things going on. Like, you know, this is an amazing, uh, you know, and, and, and also, you know, like, you know, I've talked before about like watching, when you're watching like kind of artists and, uh, artists and musicians and and, and sports people uh, really in flow state, you know, basically jump, you know, going in and out. When you watch the gymnastics in in, in the Olympics, you know, uh, when you watch that Simone Biles or 
there's a boxer called Vasily Lomachenko. What they're doing, they're, they're, they're moving, they're, they're on a different realm, these people, you know, and they're not superhumans and they're not different to us. They just learned how to tap into it, you know, in the same way that a Shaolin monks learned how to tap into these different forces and, and, and uh, that are available to us. And so when you, you see that that is a possibility and when you see that there is a, there's more than meets the eye available to us, then for me to imagine another way of doing something and another world and possibility and another way of living, like when I see the complexity of, 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 kind of, of, of the possibilities, I certainly don't think that us just kind of getting our act together and eating right and not pumping loads of shit out into the air and polluting the rivers and you know poisoning the earth. I don't think that's beyond the realms of possibility. One hundred percent, absolutely, and it's happening. You know, and it might not look like it on the outside, but at times, but there's there's so much potential. And, and like you say, when you start to tap into, say, you know. Like you talked about it earlier on, um, about how it kind of just it came together for you. This there was kind of very once you had the idea and you were with it, there was like almost like not many hurdles. There might be some, but the you know they can be you can get over them. But it's just like it's opening up for you. The fact that there was a six acre site on the side of of this school, you know, and what's the odds that that happened to be your your mate who mate school who's the headmaster and just these little beautiful little coincidences or more like synchronicities of like how life actually works and if we get into that flow state and we move out of our head as much and just like move like create stuff more from our like a soul level or like a heart level there's so much support around us to to, to do them things and i for one when i'm in that place like i that the idea of fear and, and anxiety, it kind of like washes away a lot because I'm like, wow, this is how the world works and this is what's possible. And I'm going to just do my best to stay in this place and, and see what happens and see where it goes. Because often one of my issues is in the past is like, I'd be like, oh, this is what I want to do. And I want to have this done in six months and I'll have this by the time I'm, you know, I'm 40. And then when, I'm, you know, all these things in place, but that's just my ego trying to like control a certain element of, of what the world looks like. And, we touched on it earlier on about Ram Das and his approach and his journey that he went on uh, journey back into his self, like back to his roots. Um, and it's possible for all of us. It's not like, like this idea of like gurus and like sometimes people give away their energy to them, but actually we're realizing that we're all our own guru and we can actually, um, you know, we can actualize the things that we really want to do in our life and seeing what you're doing and the fact that you've changed course at your point goes to show that no matter what you are, like I did a, a, a thing the other day talking about um, some people don't realize the dreams or change direction till in the 60s, 70s. And that's a-okay. That's amazing. It goes to show that it doesn't matter how old you are, what there's always an opportunity to sort of like change direction and go down a, a different path. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have, it's a constant thing I have with both my mum and my dad, actually, who were both just uh, uh, you know, getting into the 70s. And, um, you know, like, I, 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 feel, I feel like my, my dad, actually, particularly, is really open to, like, new, uh, you know, kind of new thoughts and possibilities and kind of, you know, and, 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 I, and I love that and, and kind of deeper... You know, maybe because he, he, did, he hasn't come to it as early as my mum did, but that kind of deeper inquiry into the self and, and, and still trying. And, you know, and of course, as, it gets old, as you get older, you get 
more stuck in your ways and things become a bit more rigid but like it is completely doable like I, I don't think I'm a different person to who I was at 30 but like my the my the you know my, my core kind of soul being is still who, who I was but like the, a lot of the ego and the stuff over the top of it that was really that was the kind of driving force for who, for who I was on a day-to-day a lot of that has been cleared out and 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 feel like I've I've really you know I've, I've cleared a lot of that crap out of the way and, and I think it's I think I think it's I think it's a real shame if we get into a mindset where we don't think that progress and change is possible because other like you've got to be in a constant state of 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 of, uh, of development and of growth and of like and I don't mean that in the kind of GDP you know, like growth like that, you know, infinite growth on a finite planet kind of growth. I mean that I'm just that kind of like this, this, like the, 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 the well of learning and wisdom that is available to you is infinite, you know? And so like, if you're not tapping into it and you're not, and you're too busy worrying about, you know, where you're going on holiday or, or, or like, you know, what trainers you're going to get or whatever. Um, or indeed, actually, on a more, you know, unfortunately, on a sustenance level, you know, it's very difficult for people who are really struggling to get by day to day to 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 find the time and the, the energy to, you know, kind of like dig deeper and ask more, you know, ask deeper questions about why they're here and what they're doing because they're so busy just trying to keep the walls from the doors, you know, and it's and 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 that I think is a is a really uh, important or plays an important role as to why you know things don't pro- progress you know, or like or the world doesn't seem to progress at the, the rate it could do you know because a lot of people are literally just you know getting by all day every day and yeah I don't know it's all become a bit more abstract our conversation now but I kind of roughly know where I'm going with it even if it's not coming out my mouth right no it's um it's it sounds it sounds good from my perspective and like you say though about like what you're doing is you're, you're creating helping people like with the, the the fundamentals of life you know and like food there's nothing more like fundamental really for us and we're noticing it this time like we're going through this pandemic and when, when it all kicked off, people weren't thinking about the latest smartphone or the latest car or going on holiday or it was like, it was food. You know, and it goes, it's really, I think it's really kind of knee jerking us into that realization that what is important and all that other stuff, all that other fluff that around it. I think I saw a statistic recently that, you know, um, since this pandemic, I think 80% of, of clove sales have dropped and all these other things. It's basically showing like no one really needs more clothes unless you've got a little kid that's kind of going up, you know, they're growing up and they need to put new stuff, but there's probably plenty of hand-me-downs. And um, I think it's just showing that, you know, what's important and what you're doing is, is totally fundamental to, you know, kids, kids growing up and, and we can, we can create that, that better world. But you know what, Josh, it's been incredible um, like talking with you today and I don't want to keep your time for, for much longer. I know um, I've already zapped, few few hours from you um but it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you but what i would love like i always ask all my guests 
and you've already spent like shared loads of wisdom throughout this but like this podcast is all about sharing what good people are doing and you're definitely doing amazing work with grow but what advice would you give to someone who is, is looking to go out there and do their own bit of good in the world back yourself back yourself's the most bit, bit like important advice anybody can in like, well, i think can be given you know it's uh uh, if you don't really believe in what you're doing then other people won't really believe in what you're doing and so you need to have this kind of singular you know unwavering faith and belief in this thing because you, you need to create you need to make nothing into something and people will feel it and then they will come behind you and they will support it uh and so, so yeah, backing yourself is, 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 is the most important thing. Uh, I think also, you know, listen as we started or whenever we talked about it, you know, listening to your intuition, you, you know all the answers all the time. You just let your head get in the way. So listen to your gut. Your gut, everything you tell yourself will give you in either uh, an expansive or a constrictive response to whatever it is. And so whatever you're thinking about that you want to do or wherever you think you want to put your focus, ask your central nervous system to process that for you. If it's, if it's constrictive, move to the next one. If it's positive, run with it, explore it in your consciousness, really turn it into something amazing. I've, you know, I suppose one of the luxuries of being an only child till I was 21 or whatever is I've got a vivid, you know, wild imagination. So, I'll go off, I talk to myself, I'm thinking about it, I map these kind of things out. Map, map, mood boards and map, like mind maps are wicked things as well. I always, I like to do it on the wall because you, 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 you know, so just stick big bits of paper up on the wall or get a whiteboard or whatever and then just, you know, draw things as you see them. You see big, when I look on paper, I always end up going into the tunnel and nothing ever seems to happen. Because when I draw it on the wall, stuff happens. Um, and, uh, and, and then and then and then and then and then once you've kind of figured out your thing like and you really believe in it go out and and, and talk about it like it's a real thing and then people will just come behind you because people when real recognizes real so when you hear the truth or when you hear like when you hear something really positive like not one like one person said to me in in the last two years when i've explained what grow is one person said oh what do you want to do that for kind of thing and, and it turned out she was a nutter anyway. Uh, so, like everybody, even if they don't help, they go, that's a good thing. Well done, mate. You know, so like, if you're doing something good, like, and it's genuine, like, people get it. So then, so you've, you've, you've listened to your intuition, you've backed yourself at that stage, then you create it in your mind, then you back yourself, you go out and you tell the world. And then when you get on that, when you get on that, like energy flow where things are starting to happen and you're getting out your own way then you've got to ride it and you've got to know that you you might not get another like a big burst like this it might come every 10 years or something like like last year so last uh so the end of and my birthday is in december uh and and uh, december 20 uh sorry yeah december 2018 was the beginning of a new like kind of something or other for Sagittarius basically and it happens every 11 years and it basically says like this is coming 
for you. So like, you better be in a good space and you better know what, you know, you better figure out where you want to go and you better jump on it and go with it. Interestingly, 2008 was a massive year for me as well. It was the biggest year I had on telly. It was the most money I ever earned and all the rest of it. 11 years on, 2019, I'd, I'd, I'd listened to my intuition. I'd imagined up this thing. I'd gone out and told the world about it. And then when the, when the, the energy train came, I, I jumped on board and I was just rolling because you never know like it might it might you might not catch another break for a while or you might there might be other things that happen you know for example this COVID thing comes in and breaks all your momentum or whatever so when it's going like run with it and work around the clock and and put the effort in and the time in you, you have plenty of time for rest and all the rest of it you know down the road so um so yeah that's I think that's probably about three things really but they're all roughly you know it's all part of the same process. Yeah, absolutely. And if yeah. I can help in any way, hit me up, you know, as as you'll see, Rob, if you hit me up on Insta, like, Biden, I haven't got a million things to do. I'll, I'll, I'll try and hit you back and help where I can and, you know, be involved. Because, you know, this is, you know, it's about quantum activism. It's about all of us doing our bit. You know, like, this, this, there's not going to be any superheroes sorting all this out. This is, this is about us taking it back and doing it ourselves, you know. And you, you go and do it in your community. And now the Northwest gets a little bit more of an influx. And the lady in the road behind you sees what you're doing. And she does it. And her nephew does it. And, da, 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 da. and in the end, that kind of compound interest of all of us pulling, pulling in the right direction will create something beautiful for sure hearing that and you know like that's just like who, who wouldn't want to hear that and i'm sure you're such an inspiration as well for the for the kids as well um, um and so what's the best way that people can connect with grow uh, they go they go um that's right it was making me laugh i'm actually at the moment i'm still at the bit with the kids where they're like are you on telly and uh, like, and I'll be like, I'll be trying to like share some interesting what I perceive to be. They'll be like, "Were you on telly?" <laughs> They'll be like, "My mum really likes you." You know, that's generally that's that's what I'm getting at the moment. But I hope in time to be a good, uh, you know, a good influence on the kids. I'm certainly in the wings. I, I am, you know, whilst I'm organising and, and 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 putting this whole thing together. Um, uh, if you want to get in touch with Ro, uh, uh, go on the website. There'll be hello at wearegrow.org. Um, or go on our Insta, send us a DM, you know, get in touch and, and, and you know, we, we, we might not get back to you like within a day or whatever, but we'll get back to you and, and wherever, you know, wherever you, if you, if you genuinely want to help and think you can help, I'm sure there's ways, even if it's just a, you know, create a database of like-minded people who, you know, down the road, when it's time to push the button, are there already, are in the right headspace. You know, we, we can you know we can go out and create something together, and, and again, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know whether this is we've talked about this already, but at some point, you know, we, we want to create an online learning platform so that we can we can move this thing around, you know, different different places, and you know, as I said, long term, I'd love it to come kind of centrally and, and be pushed out, you know, and, and really do it in a very robust fashion. But in the meantime, you know, we, we're going to put all our our learning tools and a, and a kind of teacher training program online and so people can come to it learn about you know learn about it through the course take the take the attributes and go off and, and put it into their schools and, and then we'll come and help and support and make sure you know you get the most out of it that sounds absolutely incredible and i'll include all links 
to this when I put it out and um, hopefully just get some more people to, to, to find it out. And, you know, if anything, get them in their own garden and just encourage them to grow and, and, and be part of this, like this movement that's going on and, um, and connect with more like-minded people. So, but George, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, talking to you today and um, I appreciate your patience with me and we've had to kind of do this again. Um, but I've, I've really enjoyed it, you know, and just like, you know, I just felt like a real good connection just chatting away with you. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. Likewise, man. I really enjoyed it, bro. You're a lovely human being. You've got a great spirit, great energy. Um, if you're coming to London, please come and, and, and hang out. I grow, come and spend some time on the farm. Come and look around and see the classes and all the rest of it and, and see what we're doing. And, um, and, and let's keep the dialogue going because clearly, you know, you're, enough, you're a light worker and you're, you're out there and you want to do good stuff and, and, uh, and you're obviously someone who can get stuff done. So that's, that's also really important. So, yeah, let's, let's, uh, I hope this is the first of many, you know, talks and collaborations and a friendship, you know? Sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, there we have it, guys. There's um, my interview wrapped up with George Lamb. I, I can't quite believe the fact that I um, I didn't press the record button for the first hour or so. And I was just, and I finally noticed it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm mortified. Like, you know, this is potentially the, you know, the person who's kind of, you know, got the most sort of reach um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've had on this podcast and I'm like, oh no, but do you know what? I, I'm thinking about it now and already I'm like, this is just what it's meant to be. You know, this will be a good story for me to tell people and to say, you know, it's okay to mess up. And um, and George actually said to me, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. We um, There was a time when he was um, doing the V Festival and they did interviews all weekend and then they got back and they weren't even, they didn't have the sound on. So they lost all this stuff. So straight away, since he said that to me, just made me just feel like so much better. Um, but yeah, anyway, check out Grow. It's phenomenal what it's been doing. And I know quite a few friends that work in schools and even if they can just be influenced just to, you know, potentially reach out to these guys or even just introduce to some of the practices or try and get things people just think in a different way and it's inspiring to me to think that um, pretty much standard sort of schools could be introducing these things um into it you know and helping helping with the shift so um anyway guys um i'll include show notes the stuff we talked about the books the the films or the interviews and things like that and if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate it if you would um, leave me a review. That'd be amazing. If you're watching on YouTube, you know, if you can share this and subscribe and send this to one of your friends who you think might be interested in it. Um, and as well, you know, my Patreon page, if people feel like supporting the podcast that way, then they kind of that way. But anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. And until next time, have a good one. <laughs>